0: Welcome to Lunch Duty Podcast. After our longest gap between episodes, I'm feeling the gravitational pull of the pod-fade black hole. Lunch Duty is back with an episode that gets to the heart of our tagline, For Teachers by Teachers. My colleagues, Tom Doyle and Giovanna Basney, talk with each other about how they're getting through teaching during the cruel reign of the coronavirus. Tom is a ceramics master and art teacher, and Giovanna is a genius-level middle school math teacher. When I asked them how they wanted me to describe their bios, they threw it back to me by asking me to pass along my Dungeons & Dragons estimation of their alignment. They are the living embodiment of chaotic good and are therefore perfect for this project with characteristic humor, and their slightly adversarial but wholly collaborative chemistry. They get into the weeds of the psychic challenges with which teachers are grappling, and how they're prevailing in the face of weird, weird circumstances. This project isn't about money, but if you like it, the most helpful thing you could do would be to go to www.lunchdutypodcast.com, scroll to the bottom of the now out-of-date webpage, and put your email address in the newsletter sign-up. Thank you. Stick around for some outtakes after the credits. No more delay, Tom Doyle and Giovanna Basny. And you,
1: you brought this idea up to me about talking about how, just talking about the effect of the pandemic on teachers. It, and, and right away, you and I were both realizing how big that topic was.
2: Right. Firstly, very grateful to, to have a job and to be able to continue in some shape, to, to be able to still teach and be present with what, what we love, right? Our passion of being with students, whether that's virtually or not, there's still that connection. And so to start, very grateful for the food on my table and the, the security of all our basic necessities in addition to continuing with the passion of teaching. However, there are struggles. Absolutely. What have you, what have you encountered, Tom?
1: Well, I, I I just have to say I, I also I fluctuate like within minutes between saying to myself, like, thank the universe. I have this position and I have a job. I feel so incredibly grateful. And then immediately like tap me on the shoulder is this other thought that's like, Yeah, but it's pretty rough right now, isn't it? You know? And it's like those things combined is like everyday life. As usual but it feels those voices seem even louder to me right now um right yeah Yeah. and the balance of those is i think trickier than normal so you asked me what i am experiencing right now i i i feel like what i'm experiencing now on the daily is like this this call from my inner self to just like be be a teacher warrior right now and like fight through it because there are so many so many little things that act as just a grind for teachers, but then there are these amazing little sparks, seeing your students, little notes they leave, awesome emails, thank yous, uh, the joy of seeing them learning. Okay, like 101, on one right? Um, <laughs> didn't want to forget that one. Um, those those things I think are a little bit harder to see now. So the grind is louder in my head. Right. And, and, and that, it's it's wearing on on me, and I I can I, I can see it wear on other folks. Um, how about you?
2: Within the classroom, a few things that are really wearing on me is that I've come to realize that I don't know the students as well as I used to know them. Uh, just there are a few that I've never even seen their faces because they don't have their camera on, and they also don't unmute themselves to participate. So I've I I feel like I've lost something with respect to a connection and that that part hurts because i don't i i've lost i've, I've lost students um, that i don't i just don't know them and and we're in in january and i've never seen their faces i've never heard their voices i i see thumbs up and i see a chat on in the google meet notification and i see um, their online quizzes and tests and homeworks but it's I, i've definitely lost I can think of one or two students that, for whatever reason, they don't put their camera on in any class, not just mine. I know that, but it's it's heart wrenching that that I don't have the connections that I know I would have had, whether I coached them or if I had them in you know in my math class or any other. Um, I would have built some type of relationship with. Them. So that that is a loss. And um, when I was doing when I first started my PhD program, the the very first day one professor came in to our cohort and said, look, many of you are not going to finish this. You're not going to finish. Like you're going to drop out after two courses, two classes. Some of you are going to get to the final and not ever finish your dissertation. Some of you are going to lose your job. Some of you are going to get a divorce. Some of you, like all these all these negative things. And we were we were really like shocked. We were like, what? How can you say this about us? Are you kidding? And what she was explaining was that we were so used to giving hundred percent to everything that we give, to everything that we do. And we were adding this additional, additional work here. We were adding an additional, you know, be a PhD program. So we we're adding all of this work. And she said, you're not going to be able to give hundred percent to everything that you do. So you either have to decide on a weekly or daily basis, what you're giving hundred percent to, is it going to be your, the program? Are you going to be doing, are you going to be, you know, writing your papers Or are you going to give 100% to your full-time job or 100% to your spouse or to your kids or to whatever? That You have to decide that on a daily basis. And sometimes um, the levels just plummet. If you're giving 100% to something else, you might be giving 20%, you know. And if you do that on a consistent basis, you're going to lose whatever it is that you're giving 20% to. And so I've been thinking about that, Professor. And I was like, for me, I cannot... I have to give hundred percent to my mental health because I't um, I can't do anything else well if I don't have my mental health intact. And so something that's been helping me uh, through this is for me, my mental health goes in par with exercising. I've always exercised, but I'm more aware of the fact that I, I need to do something every day, whether it's a walk, a ten minute yoga, something I have to do a meditation. I have to do something, but i'm I'm consciously aware of the fact that I have to do it every single day and if and i'm i've been giving hundred percent to that, and I feel that because i've been giving a hundred percent to that i've been able to boost up my teaching and my time with my kids and my you know the all these other recipes that i 've been wa- that I've been making and cooking i've been able to sort of increase those percentages to higher than they were. At some other moment, like uh, uh, last April or, or May, or, you know, um, last year. So, so that has helped me a lot thinking about that professor.
1: I, <laughs> I sorry, I'm laughing because you, so John, I grew up with a, a father who is an, an accountant, um, and with every problem we ever had, whether it was like I was like heartbroken with some girl I had a crush on, or drama with friends, or like anything. His solution to everything was either go for a run and get out of your system or let's bring up a spreadsheet and we're just going to type our things into all these cells and we'll figure it out. And your example of the sort of like bad cop teacher you had when you were in your PhD program, Uh I love that you describe everything as a math teacher you're going through and you're doing percentages for everything. So (laughs) as an aside, I I just, I have to say, I love that about you. Um, (laughs) I, I, as as you were talking, I was I was thinking about um, this idea that I think a lot of times as a teacher we pivot. A student comes in as a bad day. We overhear a conversation. This thing brought is brought up in class. Uh, maybe they're not ready for the content you're going to deliver that day. We we pivot all the time. Right. The, this year, I feel more than ever. It's I I still am pivoting in that in that same way. But then I have this additional layer. That is, and this is different for all teachers right now, whether you're teaching hybrid, virtually, et cetera. But there is a new thing that to me feels like it's it's on top of that other things. It's not just a regular pivot. Um, that that I feel like I'm comfortable with. I, I, I like that. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. But this feels a little bit more than the pivot. Um, and and th- there's this thing that I, I feel myself sort of mourning for, which is, um, being able to see my students take pride in their work. It's so hard. Oh, e- even yeah. even a, like jokes don't even land and my jokes are horrible. So they rarely <laughs> land anyways, but like, they, like, I, they really are horrible. <laughs> thank you. So <laughs> bye.
2: <laughs> We're done. This okay. is the end of our <laughs> work. <wrap it up.
1: laughs> um, I like you, it's, it's hard to get that kind of feedback and, that's not always to blame the students. they their camera may be off for a variety of reasons. They're muted because I've asked them to mute themselves. you know, so it's not I'm not necessarily put pushing it off on them. It's just the situation that it is. I don't get to see that little spark. I don't let I don't get to see and encourage them as much to to want no, to share so with their right. friends and families right like, and that like that is why we come to work every day if if nothing else, it's that and right
2: you're it's so tough right. To not have that. You're completely right. And so, which is why for me to help, for me to help, like, it's like you have to put your mask on first before you give it to somebody else on your oxygen mask. And so I feel like for me to be able to be the best teacher I can be in this situation or the best mother, the best friend, et cetera, I have to, my mental health has to come first. And so after that, then I'm able to to do the best that I can here as a teacher. And so when I see those kids, you know, I try to throw in my jokes too. And mine are better than yours, obviously.
1: Obviously.
2: (laughs) So. um,
1: Okay, can I ask you this? Um, Yes. uh, Thinking about that spark, it sounds like your spark right now has been um, exercising, getting outside, doing your thing. Um, but I also know your spark is like cooking, being with your girls, like it's family time for you. What have you seen that kind of spark shift in, in your daughters? Like what, what,
2: yeah. So over the summer, normally we are not here in the summers. We travel, we're gone. But this summer we were here the entire time and we were not going to restaurants. Haven't, I haven't been in like, aside from curbside pickup, I have not been inside a restaurant since, uh, March of last year. And so we obviously still crave all the things that we would order at restaurants. So we've been, I mean, I have, we, we make sushi, we make all sorts of uh, different Indian dishes. We make Thai dishes. We've made um, many things that I used to make, but then now we've perfected and we've tried again. And then um, thanks to a wonderful friend of mine gave me this beautiful recipe for a, for bread and so we make homemade bread all the time that I didn't. I used to make a while back because my daughter was allergic to eggs and I, we, I just didn't want to be reading all these ingredients. We started. And so but I hadn't made that in five years. And so now we're back to making all sorts of homemade. And then my kids helped me with it, which is a lot of fun that they uh, I don't know. I didn't we weren't cooking as from scratch as much as as we are now. And now it's kind of stuck. So there's there are some positives um, to the family connection that we've made within our little bubble, which is fabulous.
1: I love that. I love that because because I think there are actually so we've been talking so much about just like the crap of the teaching in the pandemic and like the 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 grit and the slime of it. But um, I to me in the classroom there are lots of things that I will definitely continue with there are strategies I'm using now that I actually I never would have come across especially as quickly as I was forced to come across now um, right but, I, but also my personal life things have changed and you're describing that too um or do you think are there are there things do you think like the cooking the the time with you in the kitchen etc is that going to be the thing do you think that sticks with Yeah, I definitely,
2: I definitely think it's going to stick. I also think that my connection with my friends overseas, we're going to continue with our Zoom calls, uh, you know, monthly or however often we've been meeting because we didn't, we were just texting each other and now we're actually seeing each other. And so there's lots of things that, that will stick, you know. Um, And, you know, it's like the mental health part is tough because I always go back to, like I I've, I've never been to so many funerals this year. Zoom funerals now, but um I've, it's 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 heart-wrenching. It hurts. Like I, you know, and then when I think of that loss and I think of the per, the people that I've lost and and how I didn't even get to see them or give hugs or give um so all of that is is on top of the you know, mental health day would just be great. <laughs> and just putting it out there again. And so it's, it's, uh, you go, I go back and forth and I'm like, okay, I take a, an hour, at a, a day at a time, a day at a time. Some days it's an hour at a time. Some days it's a, you know, 15 every, I just, I just need to make it to these next 15 minutes. Just like when I'm running, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it to that tree. Now I'm gonna make it to that next tree. Now I'm gonna make it to that stop sign when I'm running and I'm just like dying. And so it's the same thing on a daily sometimes that I'm like, okay, I just, I just need to make it through these 15 minutes. Okay, now I need to make it through these next fifteen minutes, and um, and then sometimes I find myself. Uh, yeah, it 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 gets tough when you when you think of, of of your loss and and really the the world's loss, and when is there an end in sight to this?
1: It gets I, difficult. Yeah, I, and I I think so many teachers out there are are in limbo right now. A lot of schools are being pushed to come back and teachers and teachers unions are saying this is not the time. We're not ready. Um, You and I have both been teaching physically at school with half of our students here, but half of our students attending our classes virtually. So there are so many teachers in these different positions right now. Um, uh, If you, if you had a teacher that was coming back, let's say either going to continue with virtual or coming back to some sort of hybrid situation. What are some of the strategies that you are really enjoying implementing right now that you would suggest to those teachers? So you're like snacks, chocolate. I would ice uh creams on my list. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 uh,
1: but what's what's what have you been doing in your classroom that sort of got you thinking? Oh, yeah, this this is actually kind of working-ish right now.
2: You, you know, I I really had to get out of the the fear of of being here, of, of of me getting sick, somebody else getting sick as a result of me being here, and it's always in the back of my head. And so I try, I, you know, the, the fact that that the environment that we're in seems as safe as it can get right we have very a very few students the classroom they're they're spread out um when we're when they have a break they're outside when they have to take their mask off to eat a snack they're outside for the most part but i know that during lunch they're in a room and yes spread out but still with a mask with mask off and so all of that when you think about it when I think about it, I get nervous. Um, and when I see kids that are, that are not six feet apart, I get nervous. Even though they're wearing masks and they're outside, I still like I, I get nervous. So I have to I have to get somehow. I don't. It's hard for me sometimes to get it out of my head and say, "Okay, you know what? Now we go teach." <laughs> and and that's the part that's right. That's the part that that makes me nervous. Is I obviously want to feel safe first, and so. Right now I feel safe, but there are moments where I don't. And, and then I think about my kids and I think about my kids' teachers. And then I think about their mental health because some teachers just, you know, they have, they're in two different classrooms. They're running back and forth between two different classrooms of 10 kids each. And at the same time, they have kids at home. Like they are superhuman and they need a mental health day. And and I feel like um, that 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 the school needs to take care of their teachers uh, and make sure that that their mental health is intact and and how they can best help teachers do that in this environment and how to best give them the safety that they need so that. The discomfort, sort of, is less, and that their health is is the number one priority, and the students' health. And so I, I feel like that needs to be clear. And and health wise, I also I stress the mental health. It's just hard to function without that mental health.
1: So so interesting. I, I think when I asked that question, I, I I guess I I, I did expect.
2: I know you wanted tips you wanted like my math tips or something but for me the priority is mental health at this time and 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 physical health right
1: yeah so I feel like when
2: you have that then we can like do the the math tips and the like oh you know let's make a joke of this and you know this the softwares that I'm using are, are, are 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 really working out in my math class and all of that and um you know, I have spreadsheets on like how to quickly put them in groups and to go into a different Google Meet so that they, you know, I have all these things that, so I can work very efficiently within my class. But you need the mental health first and you need the, the, the safety first before any of that, I feel.
1: Agreed. For the record, I do not need math tips. <laughs> <laughs> no lord knows i could use a lot of them um <laughs> Did your dad
2: give you the spreadsheets or you just went on the run instead oh
1: God. he's gonna listen to this and send me so many spreadsheets to help me <laughs> I, I i just think that that's a great point you the this the best teaching strategy that you can have in your classroom is taking care of yourself and because you cannot be there for them unless you're there for yourself first um Do you, do you find that your students and I I know that your children are also spending a lot of lots of time virtually and and, you know, lots capacities. Um, Have you seen strategies from the kids on how they are able to do that, that mental health part for themselves? That's, that's like working specifically with your for your class? Have you seen that? What they're trying to do for themselves?
2: Well, I do know that they have their own bubbles within their friendships and they have – a lot of them still play sports, exercise. See, exercise. It's all about the exercise. Um, and- we get it. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> and they've – you know, the like pets. Pets are just amazing, those who have pets. I don't have pets, but my sister who lives right next door to me, who's currently not in my bubble because I'm going to s- – because I'm, I'm, I'm in person and she's still virtual. But the moments when I am virtual and we do the 14 day quarantine, et cetera, I am in her bubble. And so we, my kids and I get to play with her pets. She has a million cats and a dog, <laughs> which is amazing. And so I do know that students have, have, have very have, have very much come to appreciate their pets a lot more and their siblings, and the coziness of their home, and the home-cooked meals, and um, them taking up new uh, hobbies. Like, my daughter's learning how to crochet thanks to a wonderful teacher that works here who's teaching her, through Google Meet, how to crochet. Fabulous. And so she wouldn't have never learned that. She learned how to skateboard this summer, which we probably would have never done. (laughs) So there's all these new things um, that I actually haven't, I don't think I've learned anything new per se, but I've been, I've pushed myself to do more of what I love. So more reading, more exercising, more uh, spending time with my kids, et cetera. And, And then the effort of, of meeting with my friends. Um, through zoom or now it's like okay well let's go for a walk what are we gonna do oh let's go for a run (laughs) so that's (laughs) i think you're like pushed to do something um, that probably would have gone for drinks instead but the healthier version is to go for a walk so that's what we've been doing what about you
1: well it, it just seems like you've been able to reconnect also with a lot of a lot of loves and I like that you mentioned that, that, I, that word of effort because I think, and, and I think there's just so much more intentionality behind an importance and value in doing the things we love now and that we know are both that just rejuvenate us and give us energy. Um, I have been loving being in my kitchen, putting on music. Oh, yeah. I absolutely love it. It feels so special to me to have that time. And it's hard. I, I will say. I, I have some nights I get home, I open my computer, and I just I just keep on rolling the emails, the tutorials that I make, like everything just keeps on turning until I go to bed, and that's not a good night. So I, I have days when I go home and I force myself to just not open my laptop. I force myself to, to go for a run, to come back and like make a good dinner for myself and just enjoy that time. But it's I, I am more purposeful than I ever have been. Because I need to be now, right? To maintain More m- myself exactly. So those things have been really great for me. Um, the running is very important, but I've been finding it tough to get to get out there. Uh, like running with the mask is is tricky for me. Um, right, I have I, it I,
2: on my chin, and I when I see somebody passing by, I put it up and then I put it I, back down when they leave. Back and forth.
1: I, it's all about the too. back and
2: forth running.
1: I do too. I do too. So, I, and I'm working on it, you know, um, I've been really enjoying little side projects. I've been getting back into like some garage woodworking recently. So that has been a source of amazing joy for me.
2: Can you teach um, that through Zoom?
1: Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you just got to keep all your fingers. <laughs> um, so that, that's that been really great. Um, I have been really enjoying my plants. I don't have pets. Um, but I do keep the majority of my plants alive. And I started this summer getting into bonsai. Wow. I, I am horrible at it, but as a ceramicist, I've been making bonsai pots. So that's been a really great source of joy for me. So, uh, so that, you know,
2: yeah. hobbies that reminded me. have increased. Yeah. That reminded me that we did start a garden this summer with, You know, pepper seeds, and we were saving tomato seeds and all these other things from the food that we were eating. The organic, we would get the organic and then we'd grow organic to make sure it was organic. And one thing that we have that is still going strong is a pineapple. Really? We have a pineapple plant, and supposedly in, you know, two years, we're going to get fruit. (laughs) If we make it up,
1: (laughs) you know, if there's anything that I think this time has given us, it's an appreciation of like our bodies, our mental state, the people around us, and the connections we have, and truly the planet. Like the beauty of nature. My joy in just being quiet outside It it, it is something I I cherish on the weekends. Oh my gosh. Being alone, being quiet. I, I thought I would want more activity because it, seemingly things are more quiet but I think the amount of work I'm doing now I, I just crave silence and right being outside
2: the beauty of silence I've I've taken up a lot uh, you know I've always meditated but I do it more uh, I'm, I'm more conscious about the fact that I need to meditate every day and I didn't used to meditate every day but the beauty of silence you're so right and then when it's nice out, I go on my deck and I see the trees above my deck and then I meditate there or do, a, or do yoga there. And it's just so beautiful. I hope that I'm still gonna be able to stay as active as I am now, um, a year from now.
1: I think you will. If I know anything about you, it's that you're stubborn as <laughs> hell. So I, I have full faith that you'll be able to do that.
2: <laughs> I prefer to say determined or committed as opposed to stubborn, but okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I Joanne, I'm excited to keep talking to you about this because I, I think there are so many things. Just being open about my experience with teaching and the pandemic and these kind of changes is so helpful to me. Um, so I'm excited for future conversations. Thanks yes, for me too.
2: Thank you so much. I appreciate this. Always. Likewise. All right.
1: So Signing good. off. <laughs> Ken, if you're out there, um, Giovanna, do you have any uh, words of wisdom for for Ken here today?
2: I don't, but I do appreciate his pop-up. We probably should have recorded his session here with us because it was pretty funny.
1: It was a good pep talk.
2: He gave us a good intro. What was it? Now <laughs> I don't remember it.
1: I don't remember. You remember anything in the something. beginning?
2: I know he said something, and I was like, "Oh, that was a highlight of my day." Now I don't remember what the highlight.
1: Oh, was. oh, his Dungeons and Dragons comment. <laughs> can, uh, can you have to email us to remind us? I think it was some chaos, dangerous chaos, delicious chaos. That's not what it was, but I'm gonna think it was delicious chaos.
2: <laughs> it was something great that made me smile. Uh, you know, in the moment, every you know, you gotta just get through these 15 minutes and and he got me through those 15 minutes. So I appreciated it.
1: <laughs> you know, you were spending the next 15 minutes with me, right? That's so rude. Well, you know,
2: but this was, <laughs> but you, you just got me through like an hour or however long we've been in this for. So that was oh. great. All oh, right. I appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate you too.
1: Oh, I need, Let's I'll, I'll deliver video. your headphones. Oh yes. On But don't
2: forget to wipe them down because you know, COVID.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> All right. Bye. John. Okay.
2: Bye.
0: Lunch Duty was produced and recorded at Stonebridge School, Sacred Heart, Bethesda, Maryland. Executive producer, Ken Woodard. Producers, Javanna Basney and Tom Doyle. Episode recorded and edited by Ken Woodard. Theme composed and recorded for Lunch Duty by Ray Ruskin. Credit roll music composed and performed by Luke Woodard. Think big, have fun, and keep teaching.
1: What was your question to me?
2: I was asking what what is our topic for the day? <laughs>
1: Javana, how do you not remember what the topic is?
2: Well, I I wanted to remember I think I think it was how do teachers, how are teachers surviving or how are they go how are they doing in this um environment, right?
1: Yeah, I think the the fact that you forgot is <laughs> like on par for what's happening right now in our teacher brains. (laughs) It's
2: a clear indication that um, a mental health day would be fabulous.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Like jokes don't even land and my jokes are horrible. So they rarely land anyways, but like, they, like. They really are horrible. Thank you so, (laughs) bye. (laughs) We're done. This is the end of our Wrap it up.